Leader for good. Let's talk mission, meaning and making a difference. Welcome to another episode of the Leader for Good podcast. I'm your host, Bear, and today I'm joined by my husband, Elijah, who is not only a pretty awesome scientist, but he's also a shamanic practitioner and spiritual teacher. And the reason I asked him to join me for today's episode is that I noticed that currently a lot of people are dealing with a lot of challenges in life where things are just really tough and it's really hard to approach life. So I thought it would be good to do an episode where we can talk about strategies, how to approach life when things are just really hard, whether that's because something's happening in the news or because there are personal situations in one's family, illnesses, grief, loss, could be anything. And The reason I asked Elijah to join me is because he's such a loving and compassionate person. So I thought he would be the perfect guest to have a conversation about this with. So we talked about strategies for how to deal with low energy days at work, for how to deal with interactions with people when we're low on energy. We talked about strategies for dealing with the news, social media, marketing, and most of all about the importance of being compassionate with ourselves. If you like this episode, please sign up for my newsletter at leaderforgood.com and you won't only get a free meditation that will help you step more into your own authentic power and leadership, but I will also be able to keep you in the loop when it comes to future episodes. And now let's jump right in. So, yeah, so at the moment, I notice in in my environment and also when I work with clients that a lot of people are going through challenging times and things really are not easy for them. And so I was wondering if you have some advice for how to deal with that. Sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, one thing is just to be compassionate with yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so easy with we have, we have, all have so many, or I guess maybe not all, but most of us have a lot of pressures, we have a lot of expectations on ourselves, other people have expectations on us. And it's just, you know, when things are going rough, it's just harder. And it's really, I think, important to be, you know, mindful of that and to, uh, you know, just realize that you may not be able to get as much done or you may be a bit more crabby or you may not have your A game. And I think it's just part of being human is that, you know, you're just, it's, you know, things just don't go as well when you're not as, when things are rough. Yeah. And I know like for a lot of people, it's actually really hard to be compassionate with ourselves. And uh, there's this quote that I really like, um, if your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. Is that from the Buddha or who is it from? I'm I'm not sure if it's actually from the Buddha, but it's probably attributed to the Buddha. (laughs) You know, there are all (laughs) these quotes that are Buddha quotes that may or may not be actually Buddha quotes. Right. Um, do you have any advice on how to be more compassionate with yourself though? I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I think it, it kind of depends on what's your cup of tea. I mean, there's a lot in, you know, in psychology, there's a lot in different spiritual paths. You know, most of them have some types of approaches or ways to do that. And the reason they have it is because most people aren't good at it. You know, if people were really like good at being compassionate with themselves, 
so many groups wouldn't have practices to teach you how to do it. Yeah, there's like the same. Not something we're taught in culture. Right, like if we treated other people like we treat ourselves, we'd all be in jail. <laughs> yeah, or or even like other. I mean, yeah, like it's we get uh, a lot of times you get incentivized for pushing really hard, for working long hours, for you know being willing to withstand pain and discomfort. You don't really get any kudos externally from being compassionate with yourself. I mean, right. in almost any circumstance. But my God, it's so so important, so valuable. Yeah. So I guess one thing is to really like monitor when self-talk and notice when it's being overly negative. Um, I'm also noticing, so I came up with a good guideline and that's when I haven't slept well, you know, there's all this research how when we haven't slept well, it's impacting us and how we view the world more negatively and yeah, just we're, we're really not on our A game. And that whatever I think about my life when I haven't slept well or about myself, that I'm just not taking that seriously because I know that it's basically I have my gray color glasses on. So it's yeah, that's Yeah. So so that's one advice I, that I sometimes also give give people. Um, yeah, I really like that because I mean, it's it's almost like when you make a major life decision when you're drunk. I hope yeah. not. <laughs> oh, like if you're like a, right. if you're in a pissy mood and haven't slept well, yeah. you know, try to be a bit more resourced if you can be to, to, to handle a lot of, you know, to, to like make decisions like that. I mean, it's such a better, such a good idea. Yeah. And I know as we we're talking earlier about what to share here, we also you mentioned how there can be all these different reasons for why people are having a tough time. You know, you, you mentioned how it could be something that's going on on the, on the uh, macro level where it could be politics, could be the news, could be any catastrophes that are happening, or it could be something that's very personal like death in the family or illnesses and so on and so forth. And I'm wondering if you have different ways how you support people depending on what it is. Yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think there's to some degree like things where, you know, if you pay less attention to them, it can be helpful. Like, you know, or you can get some perspective on it, you know, like, cause often, you know, it's like, well, I want things to be this way, but then I read the news and so-and-so is behaving, you know, this other way I don't like. And so then it's like, ah, you know, I mean, you know, is it possible to like, you know, take in less news for a while? Because, you know, if you don't read the news, things still happen. I mean, there's nothing like if you just take a bit of a news break, that's gonna, you know, it's not like the world revolves around you reading the news. It's, it's most certainly does not. And if you think it does, it's an excellent reason for like a news fast <laughs> to yeah, and really I test actually, that hypothesis. And I actually wrote an article about that and did some research on it. And it seems that people are more negative and tend to catastrophize and worry more if they have read negative news bulletins versus positive or neutral ones. And of course, most of the news we read is negative. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I think like news organizations, like it, it totally, I totally get why they, you know, they're, they're there to, you know, capture your attention to sell ads. 
and also deliver a valuable service of informing and uncovering wrongdoing and, yes. and so forth. But the challenge is, you know, it's it, like we have so much going on and it needs to, like, it's like the urgency needs to be higher for us to pay attention to it. Like, I think you were telling me once, like there was some writing course you took where if people weren't like getting hooked enough, you know, raise the stakes, like, you know, the family's in danger, the town's in danger. If that's not enough, the country, if that's enough, the whole human civilization. Yeah. And, you know, so there's a way that like, there's, there's this elevation of stakes to kind of break through, like, you know, I could be hanging out with you. I could be doing something fun. I could be this or that, but no, I'm going to read the news. Well, it must feel really important, you know, to do that. So they have, they find ways to make it feel really important to have tuned in on whatever frequency. Yeah. It reminds me of this news about my death are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think it's actually gotten worse with um, online news because before you only had a certain amount of space in the paper. So, of course, you would always pick the stuff that's most relevant, most important. And now you basically force, like, like people are forced to publish constantly, which basically means. I mean, I know times when I looked at, at a breaking story and I read it from all these different news sources, it was basically the same. There's like no extra information. And yeah, so, so, so I think it's really crucial nowadays to learn how to consciously deal with, with the news. Yeah, it, think, it can really impact us. Yeah, totally. I mean, it gets into mindfulness and being conscious of where you're putting your time and attention. And I think also really evaluating, like, what's the impact on this for me? What are my, the benefits from it? Because a lot of things, you know, you know, especially if things are, like, a good way to do things in society, it's a great reason to be suspicious of, is that really true? And, you know, who's choosing this? And Yeah, who, who has, who's benefiting from that? Who is yeah. a stakeholder in this? Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes you can evaluate and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, actually, that's really valuable. And, it, you know, like some like voting, for example, like I think there's like a I don't know, like a, I think there's value in civic duty, even though like the likelihood of your vote is going to be, you know, some minuscule amount. I mean, there's like a, if everyone's doing it, you know, you get into a big problem. So I think there's really value and also just like uh, energetically and in terms of your intention and putting your influence in the world, like there's something really like, I, I really like it uh, and think that's one thing that, yeah, I, I would encourage that to be like a should or something you should do uh, generally. And I mean, but there are countries where you are forced to vote. It's compulsory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you pay a fine or what have you. I mean, as long as you can, I, I think that's fine as long as you can kind of um, not, you know, kind of like hand in an empty vote or something like that if you're like, yeah can't get behind any of these people i mean oh, i think otherwise it's a, huh? your vote's predetermined you don't even yeah. <laughs> you don't <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like oh i don't know who i'm voting for yeah, they told be, me yeah right <laughs> so i think it, you know there's a lot with discernment and you know it's really like really good to question because i think when we get in these you know when we're having a tough time we're less resource we're more likely to be you know anxious and you know, like not on our A game. And so a lot of these, you know, I mean, manipulations, like whether it's marketing or got, you know, the FOMO or if you're missing out and a lot of these pressures, 
it can become even more enticing. It's like a, it's like you're more just more susceptible. I think when you're not at your top, yeah. So it's a great reason to even be more sensitive to ah, uh, is this helpful for me now? Would I really be better sort of doing this, or could I just you know take a nice bath or you know, like take a little siesta or, you know, like what would really be for a walk? You know, there's so many things that it can be rejuvenating and really helpful during these times. Sometimes, you know, just vegging out like, yeah, that can be an option, but I think it's, you know, there's a, you know, it's, it's important to be mindful. Like, yeah, you know, I need that now rather than just like, you know, turn turn Netflix show 10 hours later. That was a good series. And then, you know, like it's already dark outside and what happened to my day? I mean, it's, and there's a risk for so many things that are, I think with like the internet there, like they get such quick feedback. They can design things to be very addictive. Like I know one of your ideas was to like stop the autoplay on Netflix because, you know, it's not, it's designed to like, keep you watching more like you know making their product more dispensable it's not designed for overall well-being and harmony and you know peacefulness it's designed for them profiting yeah i i read a really great book about that that i can put in the show notes um your attention was hacked and mentioned how a lot of the social media services are basically using the same principle that las vegas uh casinos totally. are using and it's really just to keep us addicted and um and yeah. I, then there are things that can help um counteract that for instance with your phone if you put everything in black and white so the notifications are not red or some other bright colors um that can that can actually really help curb or just even turn off the notifications like you don't yeah. need to text I, I i totally agree because i know people and they're like exactly. oh i'm so you know, like I'm, I'm so undisciplined with social media. It's like, no, you're not undisciplined. They're intentionally making it addictive. Well, it's kind of like the easiest way to not lose money in a casino is to not walk into the casino. Yeah. So if you disable the the ways that they're going to use to manipulate you, like some of the things you're saying, like, and you know, I was saying, like, not don't get notifications, make them more boring. Yeah. You know, so on and so forth. You don't have to have a choice of not following it. Yeah. Like, you know, like the way we had the, I mean, there, there's any number of things where it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's easier to not eat chips if you don't buy chips in the first place. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's so much harder if they're sitting there, just one that's right there. Yeah, I mean, so I think, yeah. And the nice thing about this is, you know, these kind of, I don't know, come hacks or approaches is that you can do them when you're really well resourced. Like it's, it's that way whenever you're in some of these tough states. You're not trying to like, you know, fight against the all the manipulations and you know, coercions and so forth that these things have. Yeah, right. Because if you're in a bad mood, but you don't have all this junk food at home, it's less likely that you're going to eat that junk food because you need totally. to go and get it and so on and so forth. And you know, like maybe sometimes eating junk food is is what it takes. Um, yeah, like I mean, I I think we we're both kind of in the mind of like it's. It's rarely something is, where most things are a good idea or can be an okay idea sometimes. Yeah. So, Everything you know, in moderation, not, even moderation. Yeah. So, like, yeah, junk food or this or that, like, it can be just, you know, if it's like, you know, you know the main thing that you're eating, well, that's probably not the best idea. But, yeah. you know, now and then, you know, you're having a rough day, ah, you know, whatever, just have a snack. 
So what I'm taking away from what we just talked about is in times, during challenging times, it's even more important what we and who we surround ourselves with and who we let and what we let into our inner space because we're less resourced, less capable of dealing with intrusions. And I think that can also go, uh, that can also re apply to the people that we're seeing that we spend time with mm -hmm. you know when we're in a good state yeah of course we can probably deal with uh an aggressive frenemy or, or or someone that we frequently get into really long drawn out arguments with but when someone's already worn down it's probably better to just be around people that you can trust to to treat you how you need to be treated in that place Totally, and uh, I'll, I'll suggest an additional thing of if you know, you're know you prone to being grumpy when you're tired and not nice to people around you, and like sometimes like I'll notice like, ah, maybe I should just go to the other room. I feel like I'm just gonna be grumpy and then that's just not gonna fight. So like, how can I preemptively avoid a fight? Yeah. I'm just, you know, like sequester myself for a bit because you know, it's really not about them. I'm just kind of, you know, feeling a bit uncomfortable they're around me, you know, they look like a good person to be uncomfortable with, you know, like you're to, try, you're to, it, to be grumpy with. It reminded me of this. So as I randomly came across a website um, that dealt with self-defense and basically the guy's main point was the best self-defense is just to not get into any, <laughs> into, into any fights and just like proactively get out of the way. Um, <laughs> And I guess that's also perhaps true for, well, not getting into arguments when we're already in, in a low resource state. And the last thing we need is more. more yeah, stuff. or even just have, you know, I mean, if you can just have perspective, like, yeah, I didn't sleep well last night. You know, most likely um, I, could, I could get into a fight more readily today. Yeah. You know? I'm going to actually be really careful about that or, about you know, that. Uh, you know, that we're a colleague who, you know, sometimes I argue with, maybe I'll just not meet with them today if I can avoid it. So like, yeah. there, you know, we often have some space of like, you know, don't put yourself in a situation that's going to be harder to handle well. Yeah. You know, right. If possible. Yeah. So, so yeah, to, to summarize that, I mean, there's definitely stuff we can do ahead of time. Uh, to to make our life more, I guess, tough time proof, not, not proof, but, you know, make it a bit nicer, <laughs> more, yeah. more of a safe space for tough times, like uh, totally. removing notifications from our phones or disabling autoplay on Netflix, um, getting people out of, you know, not, not, um, not interacting anymore with people who most of the time are not a good influence on us. Yep. and finding people who actually are a good influence. And then there's stuff uh, that we can do when we're in the midst of that, which is to, yeah, how, how, would, you, how would you put that? Like what, what, what can people do if um, right now they're finding themselves in the midst of that and there is no time for preparation or anything? Yeah, I think that a lot of it can come down to like, well, let's take a work situation, for example. Uh, 
the hardest task on your list that you've been avoiding for months is probably not the thing you're going to handle when you're like in a rough spot. Right. But maybe there's something that's a bit menial, you know, it's a bit, you know, yeah, you need to do it. And, it, and you can even save tasks like that. Like, Hey, there's this thing I'm going to, you know, have to copy stuff over, you know, or, or, you know, it's menial, it's a bit boring. Ah, you know, maybe you can save it for, cause sometimes you're going to be in this kind of a spot and you can just do it then. And then, you know, when you are in a better spot, you know, you can handle some of the more challenging things. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's like try to link up your expectations of yourself and the responsibilities you're trying to complete with what you have available. I mean, in a way it's, it's common sense, but in a way, like there's so much training, at least in the U S of like, you can do it just, you know, Nike, just do it. You know, it's not like, well, just do it. If you feel like you have the resources and you're in a good spot, otherwise find something easier to do and be gentle with yourself. It's like totally yeah, not the culture. I think like from a productivity standpoint, it's actually a terrible idea. Um, to keep on pushing if you've already tried for a couple of hours and you're not getting any results it's probably not going to go better the next couple of hours so the best way would probably be to stop do something else and then um the next day maybe way easier like I, i wrote an article about that often it's not actually time management that's a problem but energy management yep. and that sometimes you can get so much done in an hour or two hours and other times i mean especially if it's if you're dealing with something challenging maybe um, an emergency situation in your family or uh, some some terrible news that somehow impact you very deeply that i mean if you can um ignore that for, for the moment to get something done that needs to be done yeah of course do that and sometimes that's necessary right like if you if you're working on filing a lawsuit with a deadline, you need to be, you need to somehow find a way to get uh, to a place where you can finish that. If, if you're a surgeon, you know, you can't just stop treating patients because you're not feeling well. Um, but in, I think in many situations, that's not necessarily required. Mm-hmm. And we can kind of like, manage our workload where we do easier things on on a day like that where we have very little energy and then do the harder stuff when when we're on our a game and just actually you know like sometimes it can be if if i mean i, I sometimes i sometimes did that when i worked on my thesis when i noticed i was in in such a good flow state Uh, that I would stay until 4 a.m. I mean, wouldn't necessarily recommend that in terms, I mean, it's it's not the greatest, um, yeah, like rhythm to get into. But uh, yeah, I mean, on I, I think on days when we're really on our A game, it can really make sense to work a bit longer. Um, yeah, totally. And it to also, I think, varies a lot. If you're like a salaried person who's there some number of hours, Versus like an entrepreneur where it doesn't matter how many hours you work. It matters what you get accomplished during right. that time. Yeah. So I think that, you know, there's even going to be different strategies, you know, based on, you know, if you're salaried or not, or what you can do with your job. Like, you know, even if you're, uh, you know, in a salary place, you could go take like a 15 minute walk. Like there's all kinds of, well, I'm recalling at least research says that, you know, taking a walk yeah. in the middle of the day, you know, especially after lunch is awesome for getting your energy back up. So 
I mean, you can try some things like that and a lot of jobs, you know, depending upon what it is, you, I mean, you may be able to walk outside or you may be able to like, you know, do something like that if you don't have meetings back to back. I mean, it's, you know, if that's possible, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of, you know, attune yourself or maybe you just need a, a, a tea or something to get a little bit of caffeine. Yeah, well, yeah. thank you so much for sharing your thoughts with us. And um, yeah, where can people go find more about you? And we can also put that in the show notes. Sure. So uh, I guess overall, I'm a you know a teacher in a spiritual path where we help people get in touch with our consciousness, conscious nature, and have awakenings and do all kinds of awesome spiritual growth things. So <laughs> yeah. I did talked about it not too much today, but uh it's you know called Trillium Awakening and you can put in the notes, you know, the webs the link to my website mm -hmm. in case you'd yeah. like to check it out more. But uh yeah, sometimes you know things are just a bit tough and it's really nice to have someone to be with you and to support you with growing during, you know, the 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 rocky spots. Yeah. I totally agree. Thank you so much, Elijah. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. For listening. Thank you everyone for listening. Take okay. care. Bye-bye. As always, you can get the show notes for this episode at leaderforgood forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd encourage you to sign up for my newsletter at leaderforgood.com. You'll also receive a free meditation that can help you connect to your own authentic power and leadership. And I will be able to keep you in the loop about all upcoming episodes. I look forward to connecting with you there. Have a great day.